This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. You gotta fight for your right to party! Turn up, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> when popping off as the mayor goes wrong. I haven't right heard there. anything from the mayor. Yeah, yeah, I don't expect to hear anything from him quite possibly ever again. <laughs> I wouldn't either. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I, I think uh, there are going to be plenty of Bengals fans hoping that they don't hear from him again. Because there is going to be a, 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 a small portion of fans that blame him for that loss. Oh yeah, oh yeah! <laughs> I'm sure that fault. they're already doing it. Right, he, and wh- whatever staffer like said, this is a good idea. You know what we should do? And then he ex- he's like, "You're fired. Get out of here." Right. That yeah. was the dumbest idea we could have. Not done. a good idea. Uh, calling uh, Joe uh, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes' dad, asking for a paternity. Test. Like he took it there. He definitely took it there. Uh, Patrick, mean, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes had, had. I mean, he said. Well, I think he said something along. I mean, even the even their mayor was coming at me. Yeah. Yeah. I, Patrick Mahomes is really good at dealing with a lot of stuff. I don't know how he does it because he's under pressure all the time. That clip we played earlier when my man was like, "I'm smoking on the on the Joe Burrow pack." That was that was OG Mahomes. That was Pat's dad. Was he drinking? That was Pat. He probably was. He probably had a few pops. He has the the lazy eyes look of drinking. I remember uh, as a young uh, rookie uh, seeing him. Doing some, he was running. He was doing some, getting some work in, um, before a game. Can't remember. I think he might have been with the Rangers at the time when Mahomes' I was, dad. Mahomes' dad. Oh yeah, yeah. he was a pitcher. He was a pitcher. Uh, but yeah, uh, there was a lot of bulletin board material. We talked a lot about it leading up to that. It all kind of, it all went wrong for the Bengals. It did. I actually thought when Joe Burrow, because there was that. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to blame the referees in the 49ers game anymore because I've been doing that for almost three hours yes, now. Yes, you have. So I will say this, though. The Bengals had a play where Joe Burrow was pushed well after he threw the ball, and it could have easily been roughing the passer. Didn't get that call, but that's besides the point. What I really thought was going to happen, though, I was like, this is the moment that Joe Burrow unseats Patrick Mahomes. He's going to drive him down the field. He's going to score a touchdown. He's going to win the game. He's going to get his team back to the Super Bowl for the second time in two years. This is the moment. And then he comes out, didn't do anything. Patrick Mahomes gets the ball on one leg, runs for the first down, 
and just puts everything on the line. Yeah, I don't know if it was that obvious that call you're talking about where he where he got the holding down. call. It was no, no, right no, no, there. No, 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 the 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 one where oh, Joe the, the roughing pushed. the passer. Yeah, that was that was questionable. I mean, real t- in slow mo, it certainly looked like that, but in real time, uh, he was... went to the ground. So. <laughs> Tom Brady goes to the ground, 15 yards. None of these catches Tom Brady. That Patrick that, Holmes that, goes to the ground, 15 yards. Well, I mean, he got pushed while he was out of bounds, so it's different. Well, no, I, I, I agree. That was a yeah. penalty for sure. Uh, you know, speaking of not looking good, Joey Bosa. Oh. Uh, as I, you can expect, you go to Philly, you can expect to probably see something you've never seen before and that's just for a, a normal person. and i tell you this story when when the padres played the phillies uh in the first round or excuse me in that in the the, the national championship series mm-hmm. riding on the bus for game one um i could hear some of the guys you know talking about how you know rough new york was for their families Really? Yeah. And, and I, I do remember this. And I remember, I think I told you guys this off here. I, I remember turning around and, you know, kind of chiming in like, hey, uh, this is where you guys, where we about to, you guys are about to take part in right now. It's going to be on a completely different level. And was it? And it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It yeah. was. It was. You were even dealing with stuff in New York. You and Jesse, because there was those people in front of you broadcasting. They were quite upset with us. Yeah. They they started okay, I think I remember you telling the story, and then by the end they were just upset with you. Well, that, the thing was, at, at, at City Field, they're the, uh, they have uh, the ushers kind of tell the people who are sitting in the back row, hey, don't do too much standing. You're going to block. Because it's not just our... Uh, Radio broadcast. Mm-hmm. It's also the Knicks or the Knicks, the Mets yeah. radio broadcast that can be blocked, mm-hmm. uh, and so they don't want people standing up, you know, Makes too sense. much, right? Unless it's yeah. in between any. So the game started. My man got a warning, and you know, obviously the Mets were losing, and they were losing early, and so the pops started. The adult beverages started to flow. I'm sure he probably <laughs> a forgot at first, but b when he was reminded was irritated that it, he was having to move for the Padres broadcast, and he began to push back a little bit. Oh, he began to push back a little bit, and so yeah, that ended up leading into some kind, some not so kind words exchanged between myself. Oh, you got into it. Uh, it was both of us. I, mean, I don't was, see Jesse. Is Jesse? I don't see him being like super confrontational, especially not during a not. broadcast. He's not, but he certainly isn't. Going to let you stand in him. his yeah, way. No, you, <laughs> he, he certainly aren't going to just push to do what you want to do. That's for sure. Uh, but that leads me to my point about Joe Joey Bosa. He he he's first of all he's in all Niner gear. Right. Which so, is strange. I know his brother plays for the Niners. You, you asked me that, right? Like it, it, it is a little strange. But you are a you are an active NFL player for the Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, it wasn't even like he was wearing a a a, a, a Nick Bosa jersey. I would he be was fine in like a that. Letterman's it Letterman's Forty like, yeah. er jacket. Yeah, like totally. He, so he kind of looked like a regular Forty Nine er fan. Of course, he he stood out like a sore thumb. He's probably six five, six three, six four, six five. To whatever, yeah, and so the Eagles fans recognize him immediately. Do we have that sound? Yeah, let's it, play the ex- exchange. It might be a little bit hard to hear, but I did my best. My man for the Phillies was for the Phillies for the Philadelphia Eagle. The Eagles fan was was pressing immediately. He was trying to get 
Oh, he knew some what he was type doing. of reaction, and boy, oh boy, did he get one. When did the Chargers play this week? <laughs> no, I'm just videoing you. The guy who's not playing today. Bosa! 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 How are those fines, Bosa? So can I! Me too! Me too! <laughs> um, it was bleeped, but I just caught a swear word. Hopefully, no one caught that. Was out there, there a swear word there? I didn't hear one. Believe there was. Believe okay. there was. Either way, but yeah. Uh, sorry I, for everyone who didn't hear that because I just dumped it. Uh, well, so, basically, he was yelling back and forth because the guy said, "How how can you afford those fines?" Or no, how are those no, fines? he was he was yelling back and forth with some fans. The fans asked him how that fine go for. Uh, what was it? Was it the helmet throw or it was his comments about the officials afterwards uh, that got him yeah. the fine? And, you know, his response was was the response that, you know you got me if I respond this way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was, that was the thing that stood out to me. Immediately he said, I can afford the fines because I'm rich. Yeah. You broke you know what. Yeah. Anytime yeah. Uh, an athlete goes directly to the money he's making, you've won. It's not a good luck. You, you, you've got under his skin because him not knowing. See, the thing is, in these confrontations, what athletes have to remember is that they, whoever's initiating this fan has the upper hand because he knows a heck of a lot more about you That's true. than you know about That's him. That's very true. Didn't and think so, about it like that. And so immediately he has more information to get under your skin than you, you have of his. And so anytime an athlete goes directly towards how much money he makes, comparing it to what you're making, you've won or you have at least got underneath his skin. Yeah, my favorite line from the heckler was, when are the Chargers playing? <laughs> it's so simple but effective. And Joey Bosa, like, I don't know if that was his girlfriend, wife, or... She, I don't tried, know. She, tried, she tried She tried. to get him out of there. She knew where it was going. Yeah. Women's intuition is usually can, on point. Yeah, you can see the look on her face like, okay, this, this is, is going, okay, no, <laughs> let's no, go, let's, let's go, go Joey. let's go. And then he's like holding, he's like staying there Part yelling. of me wondered if Joey had a few pops himself at that I'm not point. sure what he had in his hand, but it looked like a nice seltzer product. <laughs> <laughs> Seltzers that get you, get you talking the way you don't, talking greasy a little bit. Yeah, he's a bosa. <laughs> to my fellow athletes out there, keep it simple. Whenever you are in a one of these back and forths, Keep it simple and stay away from your money because that's, you know, it's an automatic look bad in that situation. Oh, yeah. You you might as well talk about what they have on in front of you. Mm -hmm. That's your best route. Or living in a terrible city like Philadelphia. Yeah, you can go that route, too, because you're not from that city. You're not. You just you're you're there visiting. Yeah. But anytime you go to money and and nowadays you can book. You're being recorded yep, at that point, so you should just assume to stay away from that. That's why he said Bosa came up to him and was like, what are you posting out on your you Snapchat? Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> but he knew already. He 100% knew. You know what? I, it's easier, way easier said than done. And I, I see you Twitter people out there, Instagram people out there that were trying to poke the bear yesterday and trying to get me mad and all that stuff. I saw it too. I, yeah. It was it was going on during your live a little bit. It was going on during the live a little bit. And I put that live up on my Instagram, at Matt Scraby. But he, they were trying to poke. And believe me, I almost went back a million times. But I didn't because I knew it would be worse for me because it would just make me more angry. But Joey Bosa, really simple for him. 
sees those guys, waves cool. to those guys, walks in the Even stadium. if you don't want to wave. Yeah. You could flip him a bird. It would have been all it would have been it would have been much better. It would have been acceptable because of what they were doing right. to you. But you then fl- you just walk in. Now you just made that guy's Hey, yeah. Hey, he's he's got you out of sorts. You know. Yeah. Dropping, you know, you know how much I can afford it. Yeah. You know that it's just not a good. I, I mean, I wish they really would have asked him why are you wearing a Forty Nine ers jacket when you, when you're a Charger when you're a Charger. I mean, listen, I get it. He support this brother, but it just it just seemed like I mean, and everybody in his group was decked out oh, in they Niners gear. Didn't so, help, but but he's probably the only one that actually is getting paid by another team in the NFL, though. Yeah, because I remember I know, I've always found that weird. Like, I, I if I'm playing for a team. I just can't put on other stuff. Yeah, he doesn't need to wear any gear. Like, even when I was playing, let's say after I got done playing in Milwaukee and I came to San Diego, I had a bunch of Milwaukee stuff, but I never put it on again until I retired. Yeah, because you're representing a a team from the past. That might be a get-off-my-lawn-old-man take, but... I don't think so. I don't think so. Because remember when Keenan Allen was drafted by the Chargers, and then he posted a a picture on Instagram with a Raiders hat on? That that got him in some some hot water with the San Diego fans, which I understand because the Raiders are the rival, but Keenan Allen basically said, I don't care. I wear whatever (laughs) hat I want. (laughs) There you have it. I'm sure Joey would say the same thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's, do you want to talk about Fan Fest next? We yes, got some plans for we Fan We do Fest. have some plans for Fan Fest. We will talk about it next. I'll go to Chris. Here's some traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Major League Baseball spring training right around the corner. Yes, indeed. What the Padres' actual report date is, what, the 16th? I believe so. I know that I saw John Morosi tweeting that World Baseball Classic people need to start reporting a little bit earlier right. than spring training to get ready. Uh, yes. Yes. This is I'm leaving. Keyboard. I can tell you guys when I'm leaving. Oh, when are you leaving? Because I would like to know. I'm leaving on the 22nd. The 20... Two days oh. before game one of spring training. All right, that's not so bad. No, not bad. Uh... Your last opportunity 
to see, feel, touch, hear from. Don't touch, though. Yeah, don't touch. Maybe not touch. <laughs> um, any of the Padres players will be this weekend, Saturday, February 4th. Mm-hmm. Fan Fest. Fan Fest. Yes, indeed. Nine to four. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will get a chance to come out to Petco Park, maybe get some autographs. Oh, yeah. Maybe shake some hands. Take some pictures. You'll definitely hear from myself, Jesse Agler, Mark Grant. I'm missing one. Donnie Baseball. Yes. (laughs) Donnie Orsillo. There is like the the fan fest from what I'm gathering on Twitter is kind of uh, the hottest ticket in town right now. It is being talked about by everyone. I've actually become kind of cool. We we didn't have fan fest last year, did we? Oh, I don't know if it was last year. I think there was a fan fest last year. That's a good question, though. But the fan fest got impacted by COVID a couple times. So maybe it was like a virtual fan fest or something like that. But the um, Padres are sparing no expense for this one because they are bringing out the big stars. This year's event is going to have scheduled appearances from Manny Machado. Word. Juan Soto. Mm. Fernando Tatis Jr. Xander Bogarts. Joe Musgrove, you Darvish, Jake Cronenworth. Is there anyone missing? Josh Hader, Doesn't Nick Martinez, right. Robert Suarez. Everybody. Favorite of the fans, Tim Hill. Timothy. And Bob Melvin. Along with Padres alumni, including Trevor Hoffman and Mark Loretta. There you have it. Tony Gwynn Jr. And 97.3 The Fan. Well, I'll be in there in a different capacity than Mark Loretta and Trevor Hoffman. You're going to be there doing kissing babies and signing autographs. No, no. Uh, well, maybe. Maybe. Okay. I, I will uh, certainly. I know there will be a Q&A that I'm part of with Jesse. Um, I think my my timeline there is from 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Yes. So if you want to meet Tony be there from 10 to 1 at yeah. some point. Uh, but our, our station's going to be out there. We're going to yes. be doing a show all all day long, actually. Ben and Woods in the morning. Yes. Let me get the... No, uh, Ben and Woods will be it, but they're not the first show. It's kind of weird. They're going to be the second show, but here's the schedule for... Who uh, got the first show? Coach and Braden. They are from 11 to 1, so they have the first show. Ben and Woods are from 1 to 3, and then I... And from three to four, they gave me the cleanup duty. Let's go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Scravy will be on your airways. Yeah, we're going to have the setup. Three to um, four. In the first base concourse, I believe, is where we're going to be broadcasting from. But, I mean, I'm I seeing numbers. suggest. Of, yes. Bring something warm. Oh, I'm going to. The wind tunnels through that Whips bad boy. there. Ooh. I have been in a situation where I did not have a jacket, and I was standing there, and I was freezing yeah. my patooties off. It, it, it is an uncomfortable feeling. It is. It is a very uncomfortable feeling. But, yeah, I'm excited to be there. Uh, we're going to have some players. We're going to have some of the coaches. We're going to have people on the show. So we're going to try to cover this as much as we possibly can as a station. I know that Adam's going to be out there getting audio from uh, the players and their media availabilities. There's going to be food. There's going to be games. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on. I've seen numbers, Tony. Now, I don't know if this is correct, so please do not take this for fact, everybody. I've seen numbers that 150,000 tickets have been given out or sold or whatever for the Fan Fest. 150,000. I don't know if that's true, like I said, but that is a ton of people. A ton of people. No, I don't think there's any denying that. And, uh, and I got asked a question about 
where do I find my $20 tickets for FanFest? Well, I don't think you can buy FanFest tickets anymore. So I was out of date in my in my uh, my guess as to how much tickets are. But I guess I was mainly writing back to someone earlier because or saying that because people were complaining about the Dodgers FanFest and how much money you have to pay for that, which it is ridiculous that you have to pay like 25 bucks to take a picture with the player. Like, come on. Dodgers are well, fine with money. You don't need 25 are bucks. Are Padre fans complaining about, complaining about that? I don't think the Padres are charging to take pictures, but, but I saying, don't know. I don't know. Uh, no, I, I don't know that they are either, but who why, Who cares what the Dodgers are doing in L.A.? Because it's just dirty Dodger stuff. Well, if they, people would want to keep paying money to do that, then that's their prerogative. I think as a baseball team, a fan fest is for the fans. It's in the name, fan fest. I'm not disagreeing with you. I but, am disagreeing with giving your energy... To something that has zero to do with you and your in your team, but that is what I do. Is I give energy to stuff that doesn't matter yes. all the time. Yes, but they also have like these packages that are a couple thousand dollars, and I'm like, what are people doing here? Hey. It's fan fest. If Just go and have be, fun. If you want to be boo boo the fool and pay <laughs> two thousand dollars to do that, you know, teach his own. I guess. I right? guess so. You can sit down with like um, Craig Kimbrell or something. <laughs> he still, I don't think he's on the team anymore. <laughs> well, you don't have to do that here. No. So there's that. That we know of. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That we're discovering know of. us over here because I already got called out once for false information. Oh, <laughs> uh, you don't want your master title, do you? I don't because I truly saw twenty dollars, but apparently those things go fast and I was out of date with my information. Mm. I wasn't wrong, I don't think. You just were late. I was late to the party. All right. All right, well <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's get to break. When we come back, if you miss Jerry Brewer earlier, Washington Post, you're in luck. You'll get a chance to hear him next year on Gwen and Chris. It's not going well for my Lakers right now. Of course LeBron A D sitting out tonight. Lakers down by thirteen. That's not too bad. Two minutes ago in the uh, second quarter. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, we got the uh, Aztecs in action tomorrow. Uh, they're playing Nevada? At Nevada. At Nevada. On at the Reno. Road, at Reno. How do you feel about it? They just lost to them, right? I feel good about it. They did. Did it? Did, it, did they lose at home to Nevada? I believe they did. I think you're right. They did. So this is a a, a game that it's not a must win, but you want to keep winning the division, uh, keep winning the conference. You're going to need this win. They Aztecs just got back into the top 25, sitting at 22 now. Um, seems like every time they get a, a ranking, a loss has followed. Let's change that. Yeah, this, this time. is a good time, certainly, to change it. Uh, and then all the writers are like, "Oh yes, we get to put San Diego State outside the top twenty-five again." Scraby, something uh, that you brought up last week. Oh, no, this is actually in your favor. Oh, okay, good. Um, I saw the NFL announced. And I forget how this the salary cap came up. Oh yeah, it was I, Joe Burrow's contract, right? Yes. Uh, the salary cap next year will be two hundred twenty-four point eight million dollars. I think that's the highest that it's ever been. Uh, that marks an increase of about sixteen point six million from twenty twenty-two salary cap, which was two two hundred eight point two. So that gives you like one good wide receiver for a year. Sixteen point six. Yeah, and the reason we were talking about it was Joe Burrow's um, upcoming contract that he's going to have to get from the Bengals. 
they were saying that they should tie it to the salary cap. Like he gets ten percent of the salary cap per year. I don't. I don't know. I'm just making up that number. But if the salary cap is two hundred something million, then he's going to be making, you know, twenty two million. So I'm sure that his percentage will be a little bit higher. But I think that's a good idea. I really do for them to do that because then in ten years he's still getting paid the money that he's owed instead of getting paid an outdated contract like say Patrick Mahomes might have in ten years. Yeah, I know it's uh, it's it's a unique uh, outside the box way of thinking. And it's I allowed. I don't, I don't know that I ever heard no a contract for anybody in those terms of terms of percentage of the cap that they're going to give them. But it, it, it is creative. Uh, the league also set the amounts for 2023, 2023 oh, wow. franchise tags on Monday. Sources confirmed to ESPN that quarterbacks who receive a non-exclusive franchise tag before the deadline of March 7th, 4 p.m. Eastern, will be paid a guaranteed salary of $32.4 million. You hear that, you hear that Lamar Jackson? Because that's where you're headed. 32.4. Uh I would love to give you the rest of the tags, but there's a lot of them. We only care about the quarterback. Yeah, quarterback is the most important position. All right, let's uh, get to our interview of the day. Before we do so, here's some traffic. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Jerry Brewer, Washington Post, joins us here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Online. Jerry, as always, appreciate you giving us some of your time. I, I want to start with what is what seems seeming the the top of co- topic of conversation today: the officiating in yesterday's championship matchups. What was your take? I, I mean, I, I personally, I think football is one of the harder sports to officiate. Um, I personally think this is kind of what we've seen from the officiating all year. The only difference was there was a big magnifying glass of the, on these two games last night. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was at the AFC title game in, in Kansas City, and uh, particularly the the extra down, <laughs> yeah. uh, that that mess up, uh, that was really bad, uh, and it ruins your credibility on a bang-bang play at the end when, when Patrick Mahomes is out of bounds, that's clearly a late hit. It, it's unfortunate whenever the officials are, are such a big part of a story in, in a championship game. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I don't think ultimately – well, I'll just put it this way. The Eagles and the Chiefs were meant to play in the Super Bowl. The route that they got there and some of the calls that, that maybe people are upset about uh, – are just part of the storyline, but argue it out. We got 13 days until <laughs> the dang game. Uh, but uh, there was no way that the Niners, without their top four quarterbacks, were going to beat. Uh, we're going to we're going to beat the Eagles. Uh, they are the best team in football this year, and the Chiefs aren't that far behind them either. So um, I'd rather it be about how just. Uh, of a machine that the Eagles are and how amazing Patrick Mahomes was on one leg. But, uh, you know, I, I get the frustration that, that people had 
watching the game and really putting the game under the microscope. But you're right. I see a lot of calls like this every week in the NFL, so it doesn't surprise me. Jerry, you talked about Patrick Mahomes. I wanted to ask you. I mean, I I honestly thought going into that game yesterday, there was no no level that he could get to that he wasn't already at. I mean, he's been to four straight championship games, now five. He's won his Super Bowl. He's been MVP. He's probably going to win it again. But I honestly think he did find another level yesterday. And, uh, you know, if Joe Burrow thought maybe he was the best quarterback in, in the NFL, which a lot of people were saying heading into that game, it seemed to me that Patrick Mahomes took that on as a challenge. said, you know what, you want to say that Burrow's better than me, go ahead. But I'm going to show you I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, he's incomparable uh, in in today's game. I think he's the most talented quarterback in NFL history. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, so the, he's in his own category. He truly is one-on-one. Now, if you, if you want to add, like, all the components of quarterbacking, I, I think Joe Burrow is a good 1A, and I, I kind of call Joe Burrow – the greatest mortal quarterback on the planet. But Patrick Mahomes is from another planet. <laughs> and, and I think that's just kind of how it is. You know what I mean? It, to me, it, it feels a, a, a lot like uh, when LeBron was in his heyday and there's other great players and there's people who are going to win MVP. But LeBron, for a decade, was the best player in the NBA, right? Like, you take it even further back, like Jordan. And Barkley could win his MVP and – Malone and this guy and that guy, but Michael Jordan's the best player on the planet, and he was just a, a different animal. Patrick Mahomes is like that, uh, and it's totally different than the the much longer dominance over the league that Tom Brady had, because Brady was so much about playing within himself and uh, really winning the mental game and maximizing every bit of ability that he had. Patrick Mahomes has infinite ability. But what we saw last night is uh, he can play the mortal game as well. Yeah, uh, He doesn't need all the tools in his toolbox to beat you. He's learning how to beat you with his mind. He's learning how to beat you with grit. He's learning how to not be so greedy for the big play and just make the play that's there. And I think he's evolving from just this wonderful quarterback prodigy uh, to someone who is going to have – amazing longevity uh as a superstar in the nfl that's that's the thing that was the last remaining argument right could he do the the mortal can he just can he just stay within himself without both of his ankles that's kind of what he had to do last night and he showed that jerry brewers joins us here from the washington post was there in last night's ball game jerry in that building i imagine it was extremely loud what type of I don't know, issues did that cause for the Bengals, if any at all? Because it, it, it didn't seem like that offense was running as smooth as we've seen it run over the last 12 straight victories they had going into that game. Yeah, I think uh, having a play at Arrowhead and, and you charged them up by talking about how it was Burrowhead Stadium. And, yeah. uh, you know, you, you – I mean, they were, they were just um, really on another level in terms of providing – uh, blackboard material, uh, bulletin board material. <laughs> yeah, they were. But, but um, I think that more so than the crowd noise, 
the, the thing that people didn't realize was how cold it was last night there. Uh, I mean, by by the halfway through the game, it was a wind chill of zero. And I'm telling you, I mean, we had a pretty long walk to the to the car uh, after riding after the game, and that wind just whipping in your face. Uh, man, it was. Uh, I've covered uh, Winter Olympics in in South Korea and China. Uh, all these places, but that was brutal. I mean, my face hurt for like an hour after I got in the car. Uh, so it was tough. And I, I think um, the football gets really hard. Uh, Harrison Bucker uh, was talking about he, he can kick it much longer than 45. He can kick it much longer than 45 yards. Uh, I mean, he's got a, a, an electric leg, but how heavy the ball was, there was just, that was about all the distance he was going to have into that win. And I think some of that was a little bit of a factor, especially when you're talking about offenses that really want to push it down the field. And outside of a few plays, uh, that that really helped Kansas City. And then the other thing that helped Kansas City was just how much of an impact their pass rush had early in the game. And that really forced Cincinnati to think about doing some other things. Jerry Brewer is with us from the Washington Post. Jerry, I I really came into yesterday wanting the 49ers to lose. Uh, I've always been an anti-49er fan, and I've kind of had to sit there and watch them dominate this year. But after they did lose, I found it very unsatisfying. And obviously, once Brock Purdy went out, Josh Johnson had to come in there. Then he went out. I mean, it's a great day for the Eagles. They go to the Super Bowl, but... Any team would have gone to the Super Bowl yesterday, it seems to me, with the 49ers having the quarterback issues they had. Yeah, it was really unfortunate. I mean, it was laughable, right? I mean, it was sad, but it was also laughable just how how bad it got. And you're just like, man, is there anybody um, on the street that that you could just put out there who can throw the ball more than four yards past the line of scrimmage to give them some kind of chance, some kind of hope? I was a bit surprised that Shanahan just didn't get real crazy and just alternate McCaffrey and Debo Samuel back there, maybe put a little Kyle use check or something like that. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, he never did that. They, they never, I mean, they were, they were trying like high school reverses and all this stuff uh, just because they literally did not have a guy who could throw it, uh, who, who plays the quarterback position. So, that 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 was incredibly dissatisfying. I think if both teams, if the 49ers had had Purdy the whole game, the Eagles are better than the Niners, but the Eagles were not sharp in that game, and the Eagles have not been sharp uh, the entire postseason. But they have not been challenged. Uh, and maybe if Purdy were healthy and, and and the Niners were just in better shape, I mean, Mitchell not being healthy really hurt them as well. I think they could have given them a more competitive game. I was really looking forward to that game more so than than the dynamic quarterback matchup in the AFC. I thought that game had overtime potential to it. But very early on, it was like, this is just not going to happen. And the Eagles played that way, didn't they? Didn't you notice how they were like, if we don't turn the ball over, there's no way we can lose. Right. And I think that affected uh, – um, like Jalen Hurts clearly didn't let it rip on a couple of throws where guys were open. Uh, and I think that was just like, you know what? 
as long as I just don't break our back, throw a pick six or something like that, we got this game. And that's not how you want a title game to go down. Yeah, no, I, I think you hit on something that we, we should all pay attention to over these next couple of weeks as the Eagles prepare uh, for this next matchup against the Chiefs. They haven't been sharp. I mean, Jalen Hurts missed a couple of passes, one to A.J. Uh, Brown that would have certainly led to a touchdown, missed him by a wide margin. And you wonder him missing the time he's missed that offense. You're right, I've seen that little out of sync. I want to change gears a little bit, Jerry. Um, the Cowboys fired Kellen Moore. And less than 24 hours later, he has a job. What does that say to you about that decision for the Cowboys? This seems, uh, I mean, that was the fourth best offense in terms of points last year. Doesn't seem like Kellen Moore was the issue, but uh, he gets a job less than 24 hours later to the Chargers where he probably, I think most would argue, has a better quarterback to work with right now. What What does that say about the state of those Cowboys? It's interesting because the big criticism of Kellen Moore was how vanilla the offense had gotten. They don't try to trick anybody. There's not a lot of manipulation of the game in terms of movement. Uh, and you, so Mike McCarthy was fed up with him, and Dak was really struggling. And what does he do? He, he lets him go, and all indications are he's going to go back to being the play caller. And if you think back to the end of Mike McCarthy in Green Bay, what was the problem primarily in Green pretty, Bay? Pretty vanilla. He was really vanilla to the point that Aaron Rodgers was not running his plays. Aaron Rodgers was <laughs> basically right. drawing plays in the grass saying, <laughs> you know, you go do this, you go do that, and that's how they were succeeding. And so now with, with really a year in which your job is on the line, you're going to go back to that? Now, I can tell you this right now. Kellen Moore left a lot to be desired, but he seems like he's running a space-aged offense compared to the last thing that we saw from That's Mike right. McCarthy. I think the Cowboys are in trouble. Jerry, last thing for me, uh, quarterbacks, uh, early read in your mind about Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, where they might wind up. In Brady's case, are we sure he's going to wind up somewhere? Yeah, uh, they're both not coming back to the Bays. Aaron Rodgers is going to leave Green Bay. Him being younger, uh, I, I think he he it was easier this year to look back and say, you know what, uh, if I could just get a better receiving core, a better offense, I, I still got it. Uh, I think Brady showed, even though Brady threw for more yards, he also led the league in passing attempts. So that's not no big deal. Uh, Brady showed that he had less in the tank, but that's also because after three years in Tampa Bay, and that team has just gotten old really fast. They lost their edge, a big part of it, not having Bruce the Arians riding everybody anymore, which Brady didn't want anymore, right? right. Um, I think he's uh, going to go. The question with Brady becomes, what option is really attractive to you if not the Raiders? And I got serious questions about, Mike McDaniel's ever winning anything, even though he's been so dynamic as an offensive coordinator with Brady in New England. But this ain't New England anymore. And this guy just, he can't, he can't coach his way down the street, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) let alone like, like win in, in what sometimes is the best division in the NFL. So uh, if it's not the Las Vegas Raiders, where does Brady go? He might be so dissatisfied with his options that 
that, that he might flirt with, with retirement. I, I don't think he wants to go out the way that he did, but I wonder about his options. I think there'll be a few more options uh, for Aaron Rodgers if he's willing to rework his contract, which he, which he says he is. Uh, and it might be a, a, a repeat of Brett Favre where he winds up going mm. to uh, the Jets, and, and we'll see if that, that situation works. Uh-huh. I, I will say this about both of them. And in Aaron Rodgers' case, if he's going to be traded, it's inevitable they're trading him to the AFC. They're not going to deal with him getting in their way in the NFC. So uh, that's kind of set. Tom Brady might have more options. But old quarterbacks go to die in the AFC right now. Mm. All the young dogs are there, and they all have playoff caliber teams to the point in which uh, Justin Herbert can barely get in, right? Um we don't even know if Deshaun Watson has a future. If he can even flip that thing around right. in Cleveland, his time might be up. They're young quarterbacks in the AFC who can't get in. And you're going to enter that race, like, with these guys, uh, the best three quarterbacks in the NFL clearly in the AFC, and Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen. Uh, you know, stay away from the AFC. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's only there's only 32 teams and. You know, 16 of them are in that conference, so uh, they might come over. To, they might both come over to the AFC and get humbled in their old age. Yes, yeah, it's going to be an uphill climb if you slide over to the AFC for sure, as if you're one of these older quarterbacks. Jerry, as always, fun catching up. Appreciate you coming on and spending some time with us. All right, anytime. That was Jerry Brewer of the Washington Post. On the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. All right, that's going to do it for today's show. Chris Sello back in studio tomorrow. We'll break down the Aztecs and many whatever other sports comes up. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 